Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 53 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining today as we continue with our study of the Come Follow Me materials for the Doctrine and Covenants, covered in February the 15th to February the 21st. Doctrine and Covenants sections 14 to 17 stand as a witness. And today we're looking at the section that is titled... Bringing souls unto Christ is of great worth, covered in Doctrine and Covenants sections 15 and 16. We'll be covering both these sections today. Um, these are revelations uh, that were given uh, to John Whitmer and to Peter Whitmer Jr. And both of these revelations were given one after the other. It seems that John Whitmer was given first, as he records this later, um, as the first one. And then Peter Whitmer Jr.'s is given as the second. Both of these men were assigned or called as one of the eight witnesses, and both of them had desires to know what to do to serve. They both received this revelation, and both these revelations are are identical, except for one word, uh, where Peter is told for, for in verse 5, Blessed are you for this thing, and for speaking in my words which I have given you according to my commandments. And then in verse 5 in section 16, it says uh, that I've given unto you according to my commandments. So a very small grammatical change there. And that's the only difference between these two sections. So I guess the question first stands is, you know, thinking about the background and context of these sections, is if, if these both these men wanted to know uh, what their role was in the work of the Lord, why would they receive two sections that are, that are identical? Why would that happen? And I suppose that when we think about it, it's like a mission call. Uh, both of these men, as we'll read in a minute, are indeed called to cry repentance to people similar to missionaries and i think that this is something we learn is that revelations and calls to the work um, can sometimes be the same as as um, missionary calls are they are identical except for the changes where you know where you're going to serve and what mtc you're going to be going to and what language you'll be speaking those are usually the only differences in missionary calls does that mean that they are less spiritual? Does that mean that they have less impact in the lives of people? I can remember where I was. I can remember who was there. I can remember, you know, I can even remember that I, what if I wasn't even sat down. I couldn't sit down to open that call. Um, and so that was a, a significant moment in my life. Did it matter that it was identical in word, in wordage, other than the, the words that were written, uh, you know, about where I would go? No, it didn't make any difference. Uh, and in fact, it was a very spiritual experience for me. Uh, I won't go into detail about it because we don't have the time. But the point is, is that because these two revelations are the same, are identical, it doesn't make it any less spiritual or have any less impact in the lives of these individuals. Um, and in a way, like patriarchal blessings, they, 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 they were to direct these two men. And both of them, as we all learn, had had desires to know what their role was. And they both had the same role, um, and so they had the same revelation. We'll dive into the actual verses themselves. Uh, in verse 2, it says, For behold, I speak unto you with sharpness and with power, for mine arm is over all the earth. Now, I like this because this is very similar and links to the two-edged sword that we read about two days ago, sharpness and power. And in verse 3, uh, the Lord says to Peter and to, uh, to John Whitmer and to Peter Whitmer Jr., um, I will tell you that which no man knoweth, save me and thee alone. So in both these instances, both these individuals had had desires to serve. 
uh, and, well, desires to know what was most worth to them. And I think that this is, again, something that comes up very often with these early, um, you know, early believers is that they desire to know what was best to do. Uh, and I love that because it shows that these weren't people that were blindly following uh, one man that duped them. They were desiring to know what the Lord wanted them to do. They wanted to know what was the best step to take. And they would ask the Lord uh, what um, was the best thing to do. Um, for many times you have desired of me to know that which would be of most worth unto you. And I think that we can learn a lot from that. Um, do we have that desire? Do we have that um, intention and that determination to find out from the Lord through prayer what our what is of most worth to us? Um, and I think we would do well to focus our prayers on this effort to find out. Both of them find out in verse 6 what is of most worth to them. It says, And now behold, I say unto you that the thing which will be of most worth unto you will be to declare repentance unto this people, that you may bring souls unto me, that you may rest with them in the kingdom of my Father. Amen. Um, declaring repentance, bringing souls to Christ is of great worth, the thing of greatest worth for these individuals. Um, and we are invited to do so as well today. Um, through whatever means necessary, through whatever way we can, uh, we are invited to bring the gospel to many others. Uh, and I think that we need to remember that, you know, out of all the of life's duties that we have, out of, our, uh, you know, with our families that we have to raise up and all and the jobs that we have and the callings that we have, all these things are important. But the thing that is of most worth is to declare repentance and bring more souls to the kingdom with us. Um, we'll learn more about that in section 18, of course. But um, I think that that's a really important principle to understand. Alvin R. Dyer said this, quote, as early as 1829, in the present dispensation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, as the marvellous work of restoration began to unfold, the principle of repentance was stressed again and again, even to the extent of being the most important of all things to transpire among the people, not only to safeguard them individually from evils and deceptions of our day and time, but also to prepare them for the part they will take in the things to happen in the destiny of God's work associated with mortal existence, close quote, close, close quote. I love how he said there that, yes, repentance is important that we may be ready for, you know, the last day, that we may be ready for when we return to live with our Heavenly Father. But it's important now so that we can be part of that bringing others. For if we do not repent, then we cannot change and become better and have a better impact on people. There's another quote uh, from Milton R. Hunter that I want to share with this. It says, quote, I believe that the revelation applies aptly to you and me as it did to John and Peter Whitmer Jr. I know of no way whereby we can help to bring salvation to our own souls better than by doing all that we can to bring salvation to the souls of others. In other words, we save our own souls in proportion to the service we render to the honest in hearts who are seeking after truth by giving to them the gospel of Jesus Christ or the plan of life and salvation. Close quote. As he says, the, the words of the scriptures apply to us today, uh, particularly these sections. Uh, and this is one of the things I'm starting to love about the Doctrine and Covenants, is that whilst, you know, whilst we were studying in the Book of Mormon and whilst we were studying in the New Testament, the things that we learned were important and the things that we could apply to our lives were good. Sometimes we had to liken our, those scriptures to us. Sometimes we had to kind of adapt the, the, the cultures of the day and the meanings of the day to our lives today. But in the Doctrine and Covenants, whilst this was, you know, nearly 200 years ago, uh, and some, you know, words and language have changed, 
the the culture has changed as well but it's 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 closer to what it was in our day uh, and these words do apply directly to us because this is the last dispensation uh, and what the lord has taught us in this last dispensation is very relevant to us today and so the doctrine and covenants is special in that way and so as we continue to study the words that we come come up again come up come, come across in this um script in this book of scripture let's remember that these things aptly apply to us in many ways uh, and that we need to seek to find the way uh, to apply them into our lives and seek to to fulfill them in this digital age of course because it is a different time we're living in uh, than when joseph smith lived as well thank you very much for listening today i hope you've enjoyed the study please continue to listen tomorrow and on sunday as we will uh, wrap up this week's study by looking at doctrine and covenant section 17 and looking specifically at the three witnesses um, and maybe some other witnesses as well. We've talked about Mary Whitmer, Mary Whitmer of course, earlier this week, but, but there are other um, things that we can, we can discuss around that. Uh, I hope you enjoyed today, and please do uh, join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me, and you can also email session at gmail.com if you'd like to join in a future podcast episode yourselves. Thank you for your time, and until we meet again, 